save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 857. I am Brian Kilby. With me this week, we have Chris first. Oh, wow. How special. Yep. I'm Matt. Hello. <laughs> Rob. Hello. Don. And Diecast. Straight Don. from Georgia. Straight from Georgia. Straight from Georgia. You were in Georgia? I was in Atlanta today, yeah. Today? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's I just got drive. back. Did you hang out with Rob <laughs> Springer? No, no. I, I sent him a message saying, hey, That's I'm a short flight. going to be down there. I was like, are you free? He was like, nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, how long? How long was your flight? Like two and a half, three hours? Uh, two hours. Yes. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And no, I just realized something. I know who Diecast reminds me of now. It's been bugging me for years, and I finally figured it out. Vance, the replacement cousin from Dukes of Hazard. That's who one he of, reminds me. One of the replacement cousins. Yeah. One of the replacement. Yeah. Yeah. But he definitely he definitely reminds me of more Vance than Coy. The replacement cousins from the Dukes of Hazard for that one season. That's did what he Don, reminds me of. Did Diecast replace somebody on the show? Or is he like a, an extra addition? I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember if there was ever any crossover between him and Peter. Maybe Okay, so if Peter was, say, Bo, Diecast is Vance. But <laughs> but Vance hung around a lot longer. So there you go. Well, that, that whole season is forgettable anyway. Yeah. But you know what's not forgettable? This uh, episodes of Sanford and Son where Grady took over uh, Fred's spot during the contract dispute with Red Fox. And hey, so uh, Toys for Tots, Elf on a Shelf Farmer, it's that time of year. Uh, there are so many kids out there who are in need of uh, some generosity this holiday season. Uh, again, you know, my kids are adopted from foster care. Uh, I worked at a children's home. Uh, it, it, I, it's just horrible the level of neglect a lot of these kids out there see. Um, and, and a lot of times it's not because, and it's not because the parents don't love the kids. They just, they're just in a bad way and they're not able to give them the things that they need, uh, with just a little generosity by dropping a toy in a box. I mean, it could be like a $5 Marvel, $10 Marvel Legends toy at Ollie's. Uh, just doing that will literally make the difference between a child having a, a Merry Christmas and potentially nothing at all. So, uh, consider donating. Uh, pick up, you know, a bumblebee. What's 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 legacy wave one? What's setting out now? Well, I mean, most of that stuff is now in those two packs at Walmart. Okay, uh, if your Walmart is actually putting them out as two packs, that's a whole different thing, though. I still have stuff setting on pegs from two years ago. Yeah, yeah. and and unfortunately, you can find laser cycle from the from the Toxitron wave pretty easy. So, I, I, so I, a poor kid out there would love a laser cycle. So consider there's, there's a ton of lower end Rise of the Beast stuff too. Like don't buy you that. Know, action feature. Well, action feature toys and stuff are <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, seriously though. Kids, kids, kids would appreciate anything. You know, honestly, my kids, 
like they love the box that the toy came in. <laughs> so d- don't. So a friend of mine, he always wanted to buy the nicest, most expensive toys when you know doing Dropbox donations, and that's well and good. But again, for the most part, kids don't care. I go for the shotgun shotgun approach. I try to buy as many as I can with the funds that I have. You know, don't buy something that's um, garbage. Don't go to like I don't know five. No, nah, not five below. Where? Where? Like. Don't don't don't, don't, buy, don't buy authentics. Don't go to Dollar General. Don't don't buy authentics. Don't buy something off Wish dot com. But you know, pick no. up a nice toy, drop it in a box, and it'll really make the difference. Yeah, I mean, and I'll be honest, guys. If if you're looking for places, look for your Ross because of we've talked about this over the past few weeks. Also, check your Ollies because I posted pictures on my timeline on Twitter at HMRC the number four EVR. If you look through my uh, media posts, I mean, massive amounts of product marvel legends lots of star wars i just did my drop off on monday and i got everything at ollie's because everything is reasonably priced it's good toys and they had a drop off in store at the register yeah and and just a mat i mean for girls boys kids get a slinky yeah i mean like good for both we talk a lot about stuff that's aimed at, you know, older kids, you know, the eight to 14 range, but like, 40, remember 45. Okay. They don't need the toys for tots as bad as some of the other kids, the, some of the younger kids, but like, you know, don't forget like, you know, the, the three to seven year old need the stuff just as bad. Go a couple aisles over to where those younger kid toys are, you know, find some stuff there that is suitable for kids of that age and drop a few of those things in there too. Cause they need that every bit as much as the older kids need the the collector stuff that we don't want. Yeah. So yeah, totally. Uh, if you don't want to go out, like I'm lazy when it comes to shopping now, I don't go out. Uh, we do have a, a wish list on Amazon at tfradio.net slash elf. We get no referral fees from that. You can have the stuff shipped to your home and you can drop that off in a box or uh, from that wish list, you can ship it to me and then I will drop it off in a, donation box here local to the charlotte north carolina area now i would much prefer that you do this for your own local community but if you don't want to can't and you still want to support you can go to tfradio.net slash elf buy something there's some very reasonably priced things there they'll come to me i will drop it off in a uh, toys for tots box i just did a drop off saturday and uh i'll give you a shout out and uh share it on social media uh, also, you know, we don't use Twitter as much as we used to. I don't know why. Uh, but if on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, uh, you, uh, drop off something, do hashtag elf on a shelf warmer. And if I remember to look at Twitter again, <laughs> I will go in and retweet it. So awesome. Well, with that being said, there was a uh, Transformers Tuesday. Yes. We, on, on Tuesday this week. Yeah. And we saw the reactivate stuff and some other studio series stuff. Mm hmm. The studio series stuff that they had uh, revealed at uh, MCM, MCM. London, yeah, they just wanted to uh, give the other members of the design team a chance to uh, talk a little bit more about it. How about that uh, sound wave? Well, it's all right. It's a sound wave. It. I'm not buying it. Buy I, I was. I said I was going to go get that Optimus Prime sound wave two pack immediately. Um, I don't know that. I, I don't know that I need it bad enough now. <laughs> I, I, mean, again, I, I, think, I think you look fine. It's okay. It's. I, the weakest one of the group. Yes, uh, I was just going to say that. Yeah, it, it just it does not strike me the way some of the others did. It, I, I I'm not feeling that one. But you know, I feel like part of that might just be rate. the constraint of making a sound wave. 
like the the character itself i think probably dictated a little bit of how the design had to work and that limited what the toy could be engineering wise yeah quite possibly so i think it's a fine sound wave um Vehicle some pictures nice. made it look a little lanky uh but i keep lo- the more and more i look at it the more and more i'm okay with it i think a lot um, of that is also just bad photography yeah, uh, I, think, I think there's a lot of bad photography in that. It, it's it's masterpiece Ironhide all over again. Yeah, well, I, I I hate to say it, but for once the uh, the unofficial pictures actually look better to me than the official ones of that sound yes. wave. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit. But I, I I don't I don't know I don't I, I don't know that we knew masterpiece Ironhide was masterpiece Ironhide until we had it in hand and said, oh, this isn't that bad. So uh, maybe <laughs> maybe. When Chris or whoever gets it in hand, we'll, we'll see. Like, I think the vehicle mode is fine. Yeah. Like, I don't like Soundwave as a non-tank, so not vehicle-wise anyway. Of course, you should be a cassette deck. But yeah. um, I, 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 I'm just not feeling it. So skipping. Any Soundwave is going to be that way. He's hampered by, you know, the gimmick that Soundwave has to have is the big yeah. chest that opens up and launches yep. out little guys. It, it's going to affect any toy that's ever made. Of course, I don't think this even launches out the little guy. He just has the big square chest, and that informed like how the engineering had well, to work. Like you can there see he the is, my mode. little guy. Is he cute? You can see in the vehicle mode even like you know they put his Don chest door as the whole. I got it too. I was just ignoring it. His chest door <laughs> is the whole surface of the the truck's hood, and that like that looks really weird for one thing. But like you know, you can kind of see just from that like. They had to do like special hoops to get Soundwave to look like Soundwave in robot mode and take on a, a recognizable vehicle form. Yeah. I think Brian's right about the tank idea, though. If they would have juggled this around a little bit, maybe not put Starscream in a set and made Soundwave the Voyager to the Bumblebee two pack and made like a Machine Wars style tank. Mm-hmm. Yes, like that. I think that would have been a lot better option for Soundwave in this setting. Uh, but like Rob said, I think the Soundwave is. It's the weakest of these four toys that we've seen, but I don't think it's bad outright. Yeah. It just is not, it doesn't live up to the other three, especially that Optimus, which I think everybody pretty universally loves. It's nice. Yeah. It is. That's There's... the reason I'm getting this pack is for that Optimus. I yeah. mean, I'm yeah. okay with Soundwave. I wouldn't buy him by himself, um, but I'm okay with getting him with the Optimus Prime. Now, I'm actually waiting on the the Bumblebee and Starscream set because I don't care for that that much and I have a feeling these might clearance out. So they did say during the stream that this batch of the toys was a limited release so there's probably not as huge a quantity of them but they also predicted that they would sell through quickly and they're still up for pre-order literally everywhere that was carrying them. Yeah. 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 I'll be honest I think I think with Soundwave not being a tape deck it also goes with how is his character portrayed like Transformers Prime. Soundwave was a drone, but it kind of makes sense for him to have, um, was it Laserbeak or Ratbat that he Laser had? Beak. It was Laserbeak. Okay, I can't remember which one it was. But it kind of made sense in the fiction that he was with. With us not having really any fiction to go by other than a video game that we have no idea when it's coming out, realistically... Yeah. If it's coming, if it's coming out. So I mean, you know, if we see how he is in the game, that may help us see the toy differently based on where it's from. And the toy will no longer be available at that point. Exactly. So it's it's kind of like you have it's like bot concepts. 
that's why the fiction to me is always important in a botcon set, so you can see the characters in this snippet of the environment. These with these figures, there's nothing. It's just figures in a void, and we have nothing to go by. Like now, I'm one, assuming one interesting. I'm sorry, one interesting tidbit uh, that they did flip during talk about the development of these. Uh, this was during Lenny's time uh, working on the brand because they specifically said that he and one of the Japanese designers, I think it was on Starscream in particular, that they were working on that together. Cool. Like, just going back to something Don said, like, not even, like, I'm assuming there's not even, like, really a tech spec or much in way of that. Oh, no. No, no, Yeah. No. So, like, yeah, there's, like, no fiction. There's, like, nothing to excite the imagination. Just a toy. It's like power core combiners. You don't, you have a toy uh, with, with nothing to anchor it to anything. It's just a toy floating in the void. And, yeah, that's great for making up your own imagination. But mm-hmm. even the best imaginations need something to start with. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Peter Cullen received Lifetime Achievement Award at the Children's Academy Awards. I'll, I'll say hell yeah. Yeah. Wait. Academy Awards is the... The Emmys. Oscars. It's the Emmys. Wait. The Motion Picture Academy is the Oscars, so the Emmy Awards. What's the, what's the, body, of, what's the body that creates the Emmys? It doesn't matter. Academy he's getting an Emmy. Television Arts and Sciences, something like yes. that. Yes. Thank you, Rob. Yeah. He's getting an Emmy. That's well deserved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it? I guess for, it is. For his, for his lengthy body of voice work in all sorts of children's media, like, yeah. What Promotional did, what did material. He, what did he do after he left Transformers? Because didn't he retire and just do, like, commercials? Well, he was Eeyore. He's e- he was or is Eeyore. Oh, Eeyore. Well, yeah, Eeyore. Yeah. Okay. He deserves it just for Eeyore. A lot, a lot of, yeah, a lot of commercials, a lot of... Uh... I know he did some voice. Candyman, farewell to the flesh. <laughs> and, and of course, well, this is this is pre-Transformers, but of course, we all know him as the opening narrator to Voltron. Voltron. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. was Car. Yeah, he was. He was Car. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I think did Frank Welker ever get a lifetime achievement award? Because like, I think he equally he deserving. deserves it. Yeah, he's equally deserving. He's oh, way yeah. more deserving. Well, it depends how you feel about um, you know animal noises, since that's a you know vast best cross-section of... How long has he been doing Scooby-Doo? And Young Spocks. Uh, since Scooby-Doo was a thing? Yep. Yeah, like uh, since 68? 67? 67? 67, 68, yeah. Yeah. Um, he is he is one of the reasons that the Screen Actors Guild passed a rule that a voice actor can do no more than three performances in a <laughs> given voice session so that they could not hire someone like Frank Welker and then work them to death for one session's worth of pay yeah. for mm-hmm. every voice in the show. I swear there are episodes of Transformers where Frank Welker does half the voices. Probably. Yeah. And Frank was- Welker was a proto, well, Scott McNeil is a spiritual, spiritual successor to Frank Welker, I guess, and as far as Transformers go. In, in some sense, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of voice actors that have that kind of wide range, and they have to, you know, they, they rely on those limits on the session recordings. Um, and then sometimes they, you know, actively subvert them, like, uh, while you see some late uh, 90s, early 2000s anime have a David Lucas credit when you know full well that's Steve Bloom's voice coming out of the character. Like, uh, some of the people were actually taking on aliases to get around some of those limits. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, I think Peter Cullen's deserving of the Lifetime Achievement Award for his yeah. work in children's television and everything, and as Carr. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, 
Where is Frank Welker's Lifetime Achievement Award then? I hope yeah. he has gotten one because yeah, he he has yeah. a tremendous body yeah. of work and he yeah. does deserve it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord, Captain Rufus sums up perfectly. Welker is the inheritor of Mel Blanc, basically. Yeah, yeah. Much, yeah. That that's absolutely it. So Welker took over for Scooby in in two thousand two. Like he's Fred though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't even realize he. Wa- I didn't even realize he was Scooby Doo. Like he's been doing Scooby Doo since like sixty seven or sixty eight. So yeah, I think it was originally yeah, John Messick. Always, but yeah, he's always been Fred Jones. Always been Fred. Yeah, yeah I had no idea he was Scooby Doo. So wow. <laughs> I mean, he was in the booth already anyway. So why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that blows my mind because I had no idea. So cool. Okay. Um. Yeah. If but, you've watched a cartoon ever. You heard Frank Welker perform a role. Yeah. <laughs> At least one. Uh-huh. Uh, In the Man Toys uh, has uh, promo images of Desaurus, and I want it, and hopefully it'll ship soon. C- according to that email, it will. When will then be now? Soon. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like nine, nine more, yeah, nine more days to make sure your, uh, your address is updated, so yeah. that's probably going to start shipping around the end of November. Yay! So uh, apparently, I'm not the only one who has not gotten a ship notification or a soon to ship notification for the his tank. So um, I will never get it. Hmm. Yeah. Did you Did you pack it? Yeah. <laughs> I think I asked that last week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I backed it. Uh, Are other you people, sure you didn't cancel? Right. Uh, yes, I I backed it. I got charged for it. I just they just haven't like it sold so many. I'm certain they're shipping out in like in more waves than Desaurus. Uh, let's see here. So more new listings found. JT Prime shares. What are the significant ones? Uh, so when the the Star Seekers listings were dropped, there was uh, an unidentified deluxe on there. I guess it's not really surprising when you think back on it, but we didn't really consider this at the time. The missing deluxe is a cannonball. Now, cannonball, you'll remember, uh, traditionally was a redeco of Cybertron Red Alert with an eye patch painted on mm-hmm. and a funky skeleton deco on the doors. Mm-hmm. Now, my suspicion here for the mold choice is that they're going to uh, make this out of Legacy Crankcase. Okay. Why did you have to say that? I was already afraid of that. <laughs> it makes the most sense because there's already a link to that because they used that Red Alert mold to make Crankcase for um, the 2007 movie line. Uh, and that was, you know, originally intended to be a classic version of that. And Walmart wanted different branding on it at the time because movie toys were basically literally plated in gold uh, for the, you know, the way they sold. Um, we so already guess- have like five toys off of that mold or some variation of that mold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not nearly as good as the sideswipe mold that they redid to death. Well, and certainly not the crankcase variant of it. Yeah. No, I would love for that to be off of a different mold than crankcase, but like, my instincts and my logic just makes me think immediately, oh, okay, that's going to be a crankcase redeco slash retool. Well, now, it's. I don't know how much Medics was redone from the previous versions. It has a new head. It has a new head. Okay, and, maybe. And or at least a different and, head. And they, Is Medics uh, ever coming out? Uh, if Walgreens ever decides to sell it. Yeah. Um, and they bundled a bunch of extra weapons in with it. Right. So, I mean, with that being the most recent mold. They might use that one as being, well, we just ran this. We know it's good. So at least it may be a slightly different mold, but it's still the same crankcase family. 
but we don't want it to be the crankcase family at all. That's no. the point. Well, I'm just saying, no. if it has to be one of those versions, at least it's the one that where you get extra stuff. Unless they gate it off the, unless they gate it off the extra weapons yeah. and stuff. What I would love to see, and I don't think it wouldn't. I would love to see this be done off of Siege Hound because that's a great mold. But you wouldn't be able to paint on the skeletons on the side because the side panels of that are made from the feet. Like, oh yeah, there's not, there's not enough flat surface to tamper that onto. What about the uh, strong arm slash elite one slash Minerva mold? No, you know, as as much as we say we've had enough of um, skids slash crankcase, I I'm, I'm kind of done with that Alita uh, mold family at this point. Unless they do something, it like, was enough for me. Unless mm-hmm. they do something really amazing with it, um, more so than strong arm, because strong arm definitely could have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's just it's on the small side, like overall, it's just it's not a great choice for that character. Um, and here's the thing, though, Cannonball could be a female name, so they could easily use that strong arm mold and have it be a female Cannonball. Yeah, I mean, there's there's certainly no reason that they couldn't do that. Uh, the other possibility is what we were originally going to for lockout. They just run it off of one of the deluxe junkions. Um, you know, an axle grease redeco or a scrap hook redeco. You could make that work. It wouldn't be ideal uh, for terms of vehicle deco, but like you could get by, and at least it wouldn't be crankcase. You could definitely make it look all piratey. It was. It would not be oh, that yeah. hard. Yeah, and especially if they've got like some uh, you know, head sculpt budget to throw at that, like. One of those mm-hmm. molds with like an eye patch bolted on to one of the face sculpts, like that would totally fit in. Like I, I would see that all day long. Um, but just every instinct I have says yeah, they're just going to run this off of crankcase because like there's a mold family connection there. Cool. Now that I'm done it. crushing Matt's dreams. Um. Well, yeah. What else? So, okay, I, actually, so- I'm fine because that whole <laughs> capsule's really not doing much for me anyway. Yeah. Fair. Um. So. <laughs> Gonna read this off of here the way it's printed. Transformers Project G Wiz. Uh, it's another G.I. Joe and Transformers crossover. Uh, so this is saying it's gonna be Sergeant Cup as the triple T with Sergeant Slaughter and Leatherneck. I am so in on that. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of like, okay, I'm 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 in on that too. Brian's I mean, gonna buy that too. Uh, yeah, of course I'll buy it. Yeah. Of course I'll buy it. I I wish the figure I wish the Transformers were better, but it's what I've always wanted. So, and it's got Sergeant Slaughter in it. And it's got Sergeant Slaughter. Like, wait, did Sergeant Slaughter, the classified toy, come out this this year? Or was it last year? Last uh, last year. It I, and it and the Valiverse version came out. Came out both uh, last year. I got choked up when I opened that toy. I have not been so mo- emotionally affected by a toy. That's the saddest thing I've ever admitted in public. But like, I got choked up playing with that and opening it. Like, I love Sergeant Slaughter. Maybe not the person. But the G.I. Joe character. Uh, so he's an, he's an okay guy, but like, uh, I love the G.I. Joe character, the, the idealized fictional version of him. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I'm buying it, but I just hope the toy is better than any of the others that have come before it because I mean, you would okay. hope, you'd hope so. Like, you would hope each successive one would be better than the one that came before it. Alas, that is, uh, far, far from a guarantee, even in, you know, the modern age of Transformers. I also prefer the Warthog as a Sergeant Slaughter vehicle, by the way. Hmm. The, the, uh, altering vehicle or whatever it is. Oh, I mean, the Thunder Machine of Soundwave so far looks pretty good. Has that come out yet? I, no, I, I, no, no I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it looks better in pictures than the Megatron I, and Bumblebee. I just don't remember if I have it yet or not. So 
<laughs> That's where I'm at um, in my collecting. No, I agree with Don, though. In, just in terms of the looks to be standing on the shelf somewhere, the Soundwave is the best-looking robot that they've come up with. Yeah, that Bumblebee was a travesty. <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat this at all. That Bumblebee just should not have been. Um... Okay, so we also have, uh, Don, this may be of interest to you when you can stack up some more uh, Target discounts, uh, Movie Masterpiece Brawl. Actually, I, I, I saw this, and I could really don't care about Brawl. I just... Oh, okay. It's, again, I don't care about I, Movie if Masterpiece. I, if I could get it yeah. cheap enough, maybe, but it's it, it's, not, it's not seeing them doing doing not all Megatrons and Optimuses from the movie, though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how cheap it would have to be for me to buy a Movie Masterpiece toy. I think a lot really of people... Cheap. I think a lot of people are waiting for Brawl. First, he's a tank. He's a pretty cool tank. Um, that leader Brawl goes for a ton of money. I mean, that would that was a very popular figure when that came out. It was a uh, shelf warmer at the Toys R Us near me. Yeah, that, yeah. there's that's an end cap for a lot of money. Yeah, you know, there's an end cap of it. Yeah, I bought two and traded them for um, Chevy Avio Swerve. And was happy to do that at the time to actually get a swerve. Right. Well, now it goes for a lot of money. Uh, and, and there's not, you know, if you want something that size, that it's probably still going to be smaller than a leader yeah, see, class. See, that's but... the thing. I think Movie Masterpiece Brawl might have, like, some, some cross-collecting appeal. Yeah. Because it'll be of a size where people who just have a studio series collection can look at that and say, you know what? That scales with these toys I have. Because that's what a tank size should be compared to all these cars. Uh, to Brian's question before about how cheap a movie masterpiece has to be before you buy it, for me, that price was $25, and that was with movie masterpiece Bumblebee Movie Bumblebee from Ross. I, I bought the movie masterpiece Megatron that Ross had. I think it was movie masterpiece Megatron. Yep. For like 25 bucks, and I think I donated it to Toys for Tots, so... But I don't think if I saw I found another one for twenty five bucks, I would buy it. That's just something I have zero interest in. I bought a movie masterpiece Ironhide from Ross for around the same price range, and I think a year later I was able to flip it for a small profit. And like I wasn't interested in it at the time, and it really wasn't for what I got back out of it. It was not worth the effort to even just have it sitting around. So like the Bumblebee, I wanted just because you know it's it's. Volkswagen Bumblebee and the design is actually cooler than what's in the movie, so I didn't even care about the the inaccuracy because of the lead time and everything. But yeah, for me, that the price to buy a movie masterpiece is twenty five dollars. Uh, so the next thing on the list is Transformers Generations Pecan PulseCon Direct to Consumer Dino King. So the uh, the, huh? the, the long awaited Dino King box that is going to be a Hasbro Pulse exclusive. Okay, tied to PulseCon, which probably means. April or so. Okay. Hmm. I'm glad they did it that way and we don't have to do a yeah. whole nother line of Well, know. I was I was expecting a box that I was expecting it to be generation selects. Yeah. That, that's yeah. how I thought it was gonna go. I can understand though, like this is gonna have to cost about eighty dollars for the toys that are going into it, and I can understand their retailers that handle select stuff probably were a little leery of a select product at that price point. So that is about 48 times less expensive <laughs> than a G1 Dino King is right now. I'm glad we had you box. to do that math, Brian. Yeah. Yes, would, this is yeah. probably the only way I will ever own a Dino King. So, well, right. I'm, and I'm still not going to own this Dino King because, like, 
I was optimistic about the idea of this when they announced the start of the core class Dinobots and that combiner project. Having seen how that shaped up in reality over the course of six releases, yeah. no, no thank you, sir. I will not have another. I told you that's how it was going to turn out. No one believed me. <laughs> I mean, we like to have optimism and hope, like, you know, as a show rule often, uh, yeah. but like, just personally, I would have loved for that to have turned out way different and better than it did, so there, like, I'm not going to no, feel bad. There's an upgrade kit available that that helps and honestly the dino king version being more varied in color i think will help a lot aesthetically alone yeah probably so probably also, so also to be honest there is just less expectation with the uh, with the dino king characters of them having a specific look and shape than there are with the original dinobot so i i kind of think that will help temper expectations too yeah hopefully what anything else i just heard some talking in the background of somebody's audio oh that's my brother oh okay I was going to ignore it so I could. It would be an easy edit, but now it's more I'm sorry. complex edit. It's okay. Um. Well, as you make your notes, the uh, the next thing up is uh, Transformer Generations Leader Optimus Prime and Autobot Bullseye. This I love a, it. This is a Target exclusive, a collaborative item. Is this uh, the Volvo mold? Um. <laughs> uh, I don't think we know one way or another, but that is that is literally the first thing I thought to when I read this. <laughs> this um, is the prime one they just repainted it and put a bullseye on it <laughs> yeah so bullseye is the name of target's mascot dog yeah uh i don't know how they're going to adapt that into the autobot bullseye that they're uh saying comes with this i wouldn't I, be surprised if it just came with like a little dog a pvc figurine yeah probably yeah so. yeah Possibly. Yeah. Well, since it's specifically listed as an Autobot, I'm going to nominate. There's got to be a dog-shaped Rise of the Beast Target Master they could use for this. Oh, well, uh, actually, I think there is a wolf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Chris, I'm not sure if in the thread it says that it's been shelved. No. Okay. No. So the no. product number, the product number was originally assigned to a Studio Series Buzzworthy Bumblebee Leader reissue. That has been shelved, and the identifying oh. codes reassigned to this. I'm sorry, the way it read, I, okay, I, I, I apologize. I'm, I didn't quite catch the phrasing there. That's my fault. Yeah, I love these Optimus Prime special uh, pieces like this. Like, I would have got the 7-Eleven Optimus Prime if it wasn't like $500 when it came out at the time. I know you have Mandur one. It was, I know, it was and on, I still see one every it, once in a while. It was on Mandurake this week for a lot less than that. I skipped it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I've seen it a couple times, and I've been tempted, and I skip it, but if it's under 100 bucks, you know, I, I'll jump on a I'll jump on a Prime uh, special all the time. I just wish they would, like, get back in talks with pepsi and do a pepsi prime off of the yeah. Earthrise or the volvo mold like you know bring the classics back man yeah i don't i don't care that that whole thing flopped real hard in the mid 2000s to where pepsi literally gave them away to anyone who sent in a bottle cap to try to win it yeah i got i got one yep. of those too after yep. after uh cashing in one of those codes and being told no you didn't win and then like i think six weeks later one showed up in the mail <laughs> And surprise, you did. <laughs> I, now that I sold a few years later for a tidy markup because by then there was no supply of them anymore. And, uh, you know, people wanted them and I had never opened it. So like, yes, yes, thank you. I will. I will indeed sell this. Um, 
the other two listings on here are uh, rescue bots adjacent. So classic heroes team, Optimus Primal. I don't know how this is different from the one that I think we've already seen once. And classic heroes team Mirage. Oh, well, I mean, the big news there, of course, is GI Joe collab. Yeah, but I mean that you know the cannonball. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I would say the the crossover thing and the target Optimus Prime are like the big items here. And I say that in a list that includes a Dino King set that we've been literally talking about the existence of for a year. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm quickly checking the price on the MP711, see if they still have it, what the price was. Maybe I, I'll have to go back and do some digging. It was not in the last three days. Okay. Uh, let's see here. More Super 7 Ultimates figures. Alligator Con. Yeah, we got uh, in-hand in- pictures of these. Uh, si- okay. Oh, Cypher. Posted the pictures. I'm like, Cypher created this? Not to my knowledge, but you know, I think if he had, it would look a little nicer. <laughs> yeah, Greg's great. Um, <laughs> he's very talented. Yeah, good pictures though. Um, like from what I've seen so far, I think the Alligator Con probably still is the best looking thing in this wave. This wave that was supposed to be out what a year and a half ago, something like that. Yeah, it'll just be nice for the novelty. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. It's the best. Alligator con we've gotten. No, so. I think I think it looks fine as it is. Like th- that was not meant to be a backhanded thing. Like out of what I've seen this way so far, this thing looks the most like what was advertised. I like that it comes with the little tower with the Optimus Prime arm on it. Comes it. With, it comes with the little uh, slug taxi cab thing too. To have, yeah. You know, roll around for the you know the taxi drones that they had in the episode. Um, I think in the thread, Cipher suggested that the arm and gun or the arm and the hand are just from the regular super seven ultimate optimus prime like it's the exact same pieces and the gun i think has molded um a new trigger guard or something so i guess mostly reused parts for those elements um which makes makes sense sense. yeah Yeah. (laughs) like even if it's not literally they just cast part of that mold like it's all cad assets at this point so all they had to do is uh cnc another copy of that in there so you know it, it makes sense they wouldn't reinvent the wheel so to speak to get that included but yeah like was was the g2 megatron in this wave also yeah it was in the wave with the uh, alligator con yeah so i have not seen any pictures of that floating around yet uh unfortunately but like depending how that comes out like if i was going to get one thing out of this i was excited about the idea of that g2 megatron but like the alligator con probably supersedes it a little if i was going to pick one thing from this wave to eventually get Chris, I right now, it's... Entertainment Earth does have buy one, get one half off in stock uh, action yes. figures. Ah, uh, yes, but that does not reduce their shipping costs, unfortunately. It does, but it but there is a shipping code that does qualify in stack. I used it this morning. Oh. So uh, use the free shipping code that's listed on the front page. I got I went ahead and got the G1 Mex. I really just because I wanted to go with the Optimus that I have from the first <laughs> wave. Mm-hmm. And I got G2 Megs together was about $82 with free shipping. So that's about 40 bucks a piece. Right. Which so, is which is still too much, but that Yeah, but, you know, but I mean deals. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying right now if you want to get one, that's probably right. going to be the best way to get right. it and save some money since the free shipping code does seem to stack. Yeah. I cast real quick. I just want you to know that MP711 is $218 currently plus shipping. Ooh. Yeah, that's uh, that shipping is probably going to add on another 
5,000 yen. Yeah, I would guess. Bad, but, but yeah, still, that's, that's... Diecast, you need to buy that yeah. and have it for next week. So Yeah, you need to get that diecast. And I'm not saying this to be an enabler. I'm just saying if you like that MP10 mold, it is a beautiful mold, great accessory colors. The color palette is beautiful. Yeah. you At that price, you need to get that. I'd say it, shipping from over there has been expensive, though. Because it's always I just, expensive. I just not- shipped a bunch of stuff from Taobao. Would have been two hundred and ten dollars to ship by air, so I actually boat shipped for the first time because yeah, it was only sixty yeah, bucks. The, the thing is, like, a really good price for MP seven eleven to start with. They ship everything out DHL, so you will have it about five minutes after you send the money. For They'll it. also do EMS. You might have it by the end of the show recording. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. But but Doc asked, I'm I am being I'm being honest. I know you and I have a lot of disagreements on buying stuff. Uh, but at that price, even with the shipping, I doubt you will find one domestic. You'll never find it cheaper than even that. No, you will never yeah. find, you'll never find one you, you it, is, it, it is an kick yourself if you do not go buy this right it is an absolute on the show. gorgeous figure. Right this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah diecast, go try to go try to place that order right now. Yeah, it's in the chat. Like, seriously seriously. Yeah, this that. is this is not just spend diecast money, like seriously. This is yes, it excellent. is. It's a little bit of that, anyway. It's a I mean, little what, bit of that, but seriously, like this is an excellent price on that, and you are going to be hard pressed to find that price again. You're not going to oh. get it for any less ship than that anywhere. And, he does and, have and, paint and, a paint smudge on his head. So. Very minor. And and diecast blade does bring up a good point. Right now, with the yen being equivalent mm-hmm. to the dollar, shipping is at going to be at one of the best shipping rates you're going to find. Blade yeah. Raider's a good guy. You should listen to him. Yeah. 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 Has Blade Raider ever steered you wrong, Diecast? Never. I don't think so. No, no. He's... Cool. <laughs> uh, reaction, Tiger, Tigatron? Yeah. Don, do you care? Yeah, that that sure is a redeco of Cheetor, huh? I, I care, and I like it because I'm a big Tigatron fan. Uh, I may get it if I can Dynamics it. It's just, it's more for, again, it's the card art, not the toy. And on that uh, note, now correct me here, but is that not just the same Cheetor art uh, repainted as Tigatron? Did they not even do unique art for this? Because I don't think they did. I'm going to have to look because I haven't really looked at the Cheetor because I don't care. <laughs> so I really do not know. So if it is, it doesn't bother me because I don't care about Cheetor. I got the Primal and the Megatron because it was the clear, the, 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 the more chase versions. Yeah. And they were on sale. Yeah, no, I just think like, if we're if we're coming at this from the angle that like the on card experience the package art is a big draw to this, I think like if that is just recolored existing Cheetor box art as Tigatron, that's uh, severely detracting from any reason to buy this. So Don John didn't did Don describe that as the more chased version? Aren't no, we like descri- are we are we describing like half of toy collectors by saying that? No, chase. Like the translucent ones are it's like that. I got okay. that, Alan. I oh, got you said the, chased. No, I said chase. Okay. Sorry. It's his accent that adds expertise. Yeah. I was just making a I know. Really forced joke. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I caught on to that. It, it was subtle, but I, I picked up on that. Uh, Good job. Behind the scenes photos of Tigerhawk from Mark. I like his photos of this toy. Like, I, I know. There was not a lot of good opinions going around on this Tiger Hawk when they revealed it and we talked about it the first time around, but like I always thought it looked pretty good and I still think it looks pretty nice. And I don't know if I want to pay like actual SRP leader price for this, but if I can 
steal this down a little bit, you know, 45 or under, just a little bit off the top of it. Like, I kind of dig what they did here. Um, he goes into detail about how they, like, tried to match how the deco, uh, they tried to match the deco to how the colors broke down in the show. So you get, like, the, the bronze color on some of the parts and the more purpley, uh, what was blue on the original toy is now a much more purple shade. Like, there's a lot of sculpt detail on there, too, that doesn't really show up unless you get, like, up-close pictures in the right lighting, which he manages to do. Like, this looks really nice in robot mode, and I really appreciate, in a weird way, how they actually made a toy of what Tiger Hawk looked like in the cartoon, which was nothing like what the original toy looked like. Like, yeah. this has that weird thing, like some of the Armada updates, where, for me, this can kind of coexist with the original toy because they are entirely different they're trying to do entirely different things while representing the same original idea and i kind of like that as like how to do an update of a toy don't just you know remake it with knees as the old analogy goes but like you know actually lean into the differences of the media and the original toy like sometimes that works and it hits and for me this kind of does and now and one thing chris i'm not a big buyer of third-party kits but I have for some of them a few gap fillers, a few better spoilers, small little things like that. Yeah, sure. But I'm thinking for this Tiger Hall, we're going to see a lot of accessory kits for this. That's going to be your gap fillers. It's going to, and maybe even some weapons closer to the original one. So I, again, I'm not saying that's a perfect thing, but I think we're going to be seeing a lot of enhancements to this figure. That may make it even better with some of those gaps filled. Maybe a couple, to- couple weapons, better weapons like the cannons and stuff. That's not a little, a little bit more beefy on those cannons, stuff like that. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a tasting how how big proportionally you want those. Like, I don't think for me, I don't think this needs a lot of like physical upgrades. But I would love to see on this just to like finish out what the deco is doing is like a light gray paint wash or some dry brushing over the details on the white parts to make them pop a little bit more like nothing, nothing like really contrasty, just enough to set those panel lines out. Cause like, if you had those, no matter what the lighting was like for the toy, like you would see all of that surface detailing on there. And I think that would really pick up the like visual appeal of this uh, versus what it just is like out of the box, basically. They did a lot of good work making this look like the cartoon. I just like, I wish that the deco had the budget to really like uh, emphasize that. I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> now, will I actually buy it? That's the that's the eventual question yeah, here. I, I'm not planning on it, even though it looks it looks okay. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't. I I feel pretty safe waiting a little bit to see what the prices do because like leaders go through phases. Yeah, you know, they have their their initial phase where they're full price. Sometimes then they sell out for a little while, but like we come back. barely we've barely seen a leader toy that has not gotten a second run at least to fill a case assortment, and definitely when that happens, the price drops on like Amazon if not other places. Well, look at Laser Optimus; he was as yes, low as thir- yeah, he was he was thirty one. <laughs> I saw him. I saw him thirty one to thirty five a lot of places, and it's the same toy that's coming out in evolution or whatever the next thing legacy whatever yeah and you can easily but, find galvatron in various flavors on amazon for about that price range i think 
the selects toy colored Galvatron even one under thirty. Yeah, under thirty mm-hmm. bucks for a leisure class. Yeah, and like anybody who does not have that mold or that deco, like if you got Amazon really Prime, you get the free shipping. You you should pick that up for that discount price because that is a wonderful, wonderful deco on a really good mold. Anyway, uh, last item. Yeah, last item. Uh, and images of Stranger Things collab, Code Red. Not bad. Yeah. So. Not sure how much this is actually like a retool, retool of Earthrise Ironhide anymore. It certainly clones the engineering, but there's a picture in here of it standing next to Earthrise Optimus, and they are basically the same height. That Earthrise Ironhide was not quite that big. That is interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, ah, uh, I see. Yeah, and it, it's yeah, not the, like it's, it's a. It, I, you said clone engineering, and I think that's right. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't look it doesn't look like it doesn't look like a retool. It doesn't look like it's scaled up. Right. It's just it's that whole Energon Starscream G two smoke screen thing, yeah. 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 I mean, as tall as it is in that comparison picture, like the arms look noticeably stubby and I kinda dislike that aesthetically, but um for this for the retail price they're asking for this for it to be that big in robot mode like i feel better about the the sticker price of it and like i feel like i really got a deal on it for the uh all those target coupons and stuff i stacked up on this like yeah really yeah i i like that this is like a bigger thing than the input engineering implied um i don't know you know how much that would have mattered to me ultimately anyway because i mostly just am interested because it's you know a, an unusual volkswagen van transformer yeah. which is a personal interest of mine but um yeah i'm i'm actually kind of impressed they seem to have gone to more effort on this than it initially appeared and initially it appeared that they had just reshelled earthrise ironhide which is no small amount of work itself so yeah yeah um it just holds no interest for me uh, yeah I, I, no i understand i understand it's fascinating now especially seeing them side by side but like I, I've never watched Stranger Things. I have no desire to. I know that's Oh yeah, me either. Watch. Yeah, it's just it's just I don't care. Yeah. Uh so it's just another random transformer that I don't Okay. Uh anybody had anybody have any other thoughts on it? Nope. Okay. We're gonna jump to what we got this week. We're making a change this week. So uh we're going to focus on Transformers, but our patrons will get uh the full what we got this week, including ham sandwiches. So, uh, Chris doesn't have anything this week. Uh, Diecast, did you have any transformers to talk about this week? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, well, this is exciting. Uh, Don, <laughs> yes, I do have a couple of transformers to talk about this week. Um, I picked up on a impulse, which I'm not sure was a good thing. Uh, the TF Con, uh, the severed grin, which was their kind of a jokerized version of the chrome dome. Uh, from IDW because I really like that. It's, that's a very G2 looking uh, figure. I'm, I just got it today, so I don't have it open. But uh, I picked that up. Um, I, I'm a, a natural I'm, confluence of characters. I'm amazed nobody thought of it before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's just a very G2 looking like it's like G2 Chrome Dome could be the Joker, which is mainly why I got it because it's a really neat looking piece. Uh, I picked up at Walmart for five bucks on clearance. The uh, the the small seven step changer scourge with Scorponok that wears the battle armor. It was a, it was a twenty dollar toy on clearance for five bucks. 
So yeah, I picked okay. I, I picked that up because cool. it it looks neat. Um, the, the last thing I got on topic is um, main I got mainline Rhinox and I had him before, but I got this one off eBay that uh, for seventeen dollars shipped. I then I'll take my other one back that I paid retail for, but this one has had a little bit of customized a little bit of custom work done to it. Face sculpt has been picked out a little bit. And his guns hmm. have been picked out just a little bit as well. What, what do you mean by that, Don? Like they went and highlighted it or traced it or something? Well, yeah, the 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 own, the person did some light custom work, did a little bit of a paint wash on the face, touched up the guns a little bit so they're, they're just, they just pop a little bit more. But the main thing was I got it for like eighteen dollars shipped, and I took my took my thirty six dollar one back. Hmm. So and see, I wasn't going to, I wasn't even going to keep this Rhinox because finding that air razor from the three pack is very difficult and now that i picked one up and now that i found a primal for retail a few that i talked about a few weeks ago i now have all the the core mainline cast from rise of the beast and i've got like half the price in this one so i'm kind of happy with that well i mean by the rules of donanomics since you got that one for 18 and you took back a 36 dollar one why doesn't that mean that you got that for minus 18 dollars not really no because i got back what i paid i didn't i just spent less for this this is heretical donanomics like i i i this does not compute with my understanding of donanomics non-euclidean donanomics non-euclidean donanomics Donanomics is an ever-evolving field this is um this is floating point donanomics (laughs) this 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 is this this is 5d donanomics that's what this is if you get buffer overflow in just the right way, all of your toys are free for life after that. It's just <laughs> really hard to pull off that glitch. Oh, anything else, Don? Uh, on topic, no. Cool. Uh, Matt, anything? Uh, I finally decided to pick up a kickback since I got shrapnel a couple weeks ago. So uh, now the uh, never-ending search for a bombshell begins. Oh, I can. I if I go to Walmart tomorrow, I can probably get you one if you want it. If you can, since you got stuff to ship to me anyway, yes, yeah, absolutely. go ahead and throw that in the pile. Yeah, uh, there was, I think there was two of them there yesterday, so I will I will go back tomorrow and see if I can still grab you one. Sweet. Um, yeah, that's all I got that's on topic. Cool. Diecast, did I ask you? Yep. You did. Okay. Yeah, he was the first one you asked. Sorry. Uh, Rob? I got a couple of on topic things. Um that package I think I mentioned last week from, from Surigaya that I expected would show up the day after the show. It showed up the day after the show. <laughs> um, Roll Thursday. Yeah, turns out if you search through their American comics section, you can find like English language comic collections for relatively cheap used. And I got the first volume of IDW's classic Transformers uh, collection. So uh, I didn't have you know a modern copy of those before. Uh, it of course omits the uh uh issue with Spider-Man number 2 I think four uh, three or four, four yeah yeah four um and circuit breaker oh does it leave that out too yeah when you when you get to those she's also ghosted out like Spider-Man was oh okay. so yeah and and then they have I think they have text in there to explain what's going on yeah and uh you know so I got it for cheap like but it was I believe less than 10 dollars so that's you know not bad for a book that weighs that much, in my opinion. Gosh, they're yeah. thick. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, brain, where was I going with that? Um, yeah, I still have, in terms of the Spider-Man issue, I still have, like, the original, like, super thin square-bound collections that Marvel put out back in the 80s, so. Oh, wow. 
my brother's even offered to rebind them for me, uh, uh, which I probably need at this point. So. Was that a digest edition? Is that what that was? There was a digest version, I know, but that's not what I have. It was a larger one, but they're they're very like thin books. They connect, collect like two, three issues each. So it may have one of those. The digest. Yeah. I need to go back and look. Yeah, I'm glad to hear digest. Glad to hear Jay has kept up the uh, book binding uh, hobby. Their yeah, skill. Yeah, he says he'd li- he'd like to get back to it. So you mm-hmm. know, if I ever dig those out, I I may ask him for help because yeah, they, they I I read those to pieces. Um, the other <laughs> thing I the other thing I got because I ordered they had another free shipping weekend this weekend, and the stuff I ordered actually got here on time for the show this time. Ooh, uh, they had DevCon for less than U.S. retail. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's Eight, amazing. Yeah, brand brand new in box, eighteen bucks, and he is really nice. It is a it is a very nice figure, and I I do just want to point out that you know DevCon was so much better received than Skullgrin. They both transform into nothing, but this is nineteen eighty six cartoon accurate nothing. Yes. So you know that that does I imagine give it an edge uh for people, but yeah, it's a really uh nice figure. Uh, transforms very easily looks great that's a beautiful shade of blue and yeah i'm really happy with that is it not absurd how well that came out considering what they did to make that yeah like you can barely even tell right from that mold family it's yeah it's amazing i mean this this is probably my deluxe of the year when we when we get to the year in review just because the year in review which is not that far away which is not that far away but just because they made a one appearance character so show accurate, it's beautiful. It, yeah, it's it, it, it's just absolutely one of the best renditions of a f- character they pulled pulled from screen. It looks just like it. It sucks for Beachcomber though, because being in the same wave of that made Beachcomber really forgettable. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I like I like Beachcomber. But... I I like the previous Beachcomber, so I kind of held off on. Uh... It's pretty much the same toy, just bigger. Okay, yeah, well, that's, that's and a positive. Slightly less elegant. Mm. Well, you know, I'm slightly less elegant than I was five years ago, too, so that's fine. You know, you make a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> but that is all the on-topic stuff I have got for this week. Cool. Okay, so uh, what I got last week, Don got uh, the, uh, what is it, the Retro Perceptor, and I didn't recognize that it existed. Well, mine shipped, like, the next day from walmart um it's okay you know the colors are weird it's it's actually it's, it's kind of weird it's just generally something is just feels off about it i i don't are, have are they have, are they online only now are they i don't know i that's what i'm asking because i've been to both of my walmarts and haven't seen anything anywhere recently yeah i think the i think the reissues have been illuminated from the planograms Ooh. well this one came quickly so if you uh or wanting it, go to walmart.com and look. So it may not last much longer. It Does may also the, end up being scented candles. You never know. Yeah. That's true. Does the uh, microscope microscope still work? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as, it's not like as the well as it ever did. As well as it ever did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think actually Titan's Return Perceptor's microscope might work a little bit better than the G1 probably. version. Yeah. Well, the tooling's probably. not 40 years old, so probably. Right, and the, the tooling technology is also superior. So 
Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that they're using. I no, mean, maybe sad, sadly, that tooling is like eight years old at this point. Matt, yeah. I will fight you. Stop reminding me <laughs> of the passage of time. I, I don't know. If I, not nine, I don't know that the actual <laughs> the optics are on. I don't think. I think the optics are probably made separately. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they are like bespoke for each time the toy is released. Maybe I'm wrong. So the optic, like the shape of the lens, is probably what's more important when it comes to how the quality of the microscope. Oh, could absolutely. Be, it could be completely wrong, but like I would just imagine they have to recreate those every time. Yeah, that, that would actually be an interesting thing to try to find out. Unfortunately, the Hasbro people that we occasionally have access to talk to would have, have no, no idea. idea about that. No idea. <laughs> no idea. So uh, a couple other things I got. Uh, I think I mentioned this last week. Um, I got this one is open but it is a metals optimus primal oh sweet yeah uh i again i'm trying to buy mostly boxed it's just vintage i guess it's considered yes. vintage. yeah i'm i'm sorry it is vintage yeah. so <laughs> box vintage when, toys when when godfire convoy can legitimately have an encore re-release anything that came before it is vintage yeah so um i have a boxed transmetals optimus primal um it's not sealed but the metals toys look so much better in packaging and with the uh, plastic shell, uh, they hold their shape, their position in box and like the cars in the past always did a much better job when it came to uh, like collector friendly packaging. So I got that Um, not sealed, but actually no, no sealed. This one, that one's loose. That one's open sealed. And Rob got this a couple weeks ago. Uh, I got metals Megatron. Oh, nice. Uh, so my, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. My transmetals Megatron, I'm pretty sure is sealed. Um, but now I, now I have this to go with it. So it'll look nice on the shelf side of it. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame. Cause like the real beauty of metals Megatron is the robot mode. Cause yeah. like transmetal Megatron, it, it pains me to acknowledge this, but there who are watching right now who probably have never handled or maybe even seen the transmetal Megatron toy. The body of that is brown. The robot mode body is just like very brown mm-hmm. plastic. In the show, Megatron was like a charcoal gray to black color. The Metals version gets that totally right because it came out like a year later. Um, like Metals Megatron is just a beautiful toy up and down. And as far as we know, it will not snap in half on you like Transmetal Megatron will. So well, this one won't because I'm never opening it. <laughs> well, yes, and your and your your Hasbro Transmetal Megatron is equally safe, but it's just yeah. to me it's a pity because like you're missing out on the real beauty of that toy. The yeah, I do have my great, ori- I do have my original that is in one piece. So oh okay yeah um yeah my <laughs> original original Hasbro or original Takara Hasbro. I want okay uh, yeah, no, that, I, that, yeah that, you're yeah. losing out. <laughs> yeah, but I I was going to say I I, won't, I almost said my childhood. Oh, like I was in the, definitely an adult when that came out. So, well, you know, late childhood. Yeah. So, uh, second childhood. And last no, thing I got, I think you're in that now. I guess, or yeah, maybe probably right. third or fourth. Yeah. Second, uh, last thing I got was a box, not sealed. Skylinks G1 Skylinks. Nice. Ah. So again, I'm trying to go through and complete my G1 collection, and I already had a Skylinks, but it was reissue, and I, I, ah. I. I had a vintage Skylinks that I parted ways with years ago in a purge. And I'm like, well, like right now, basically, if I'm buying, there's not that many G1 toys that I have left that I need. Um, and especially if it's a larger one, I'm trying to get it in the box. 
So I saw this. I'm like, yeah, I'll get it. It was pretty reasonably priced. Uh, Toys and I shape. It has all the paperwork. Stickers are applied, but it has the sticker sheet. Um, and it has the little cardboard insert hold, uh, the toy in place, the toy in place in the box and the styrofoam. So oh. it's pretty, it's pretty decent. It, it'll look good on the shelf. So that is something that I now have and I can mark it off my list. A couple other toys that G1 that I only have a reissue of, uh, Fortress Maximus come himself. So I need to get yeah. replace that. Uh, again, I, uh, I, I had the original and I got rid of it in a purge. Chronicon. For whatever reason, all the only Pronicon that I have of the original Deco, of course, I have God Neptune and the uh, Botcon. Yeah, uh, but like the one that I, the Pronicon that I have is the 2011, 2013 Big Bad Toy Store release. So I need to correct that. And of all things, uh, Smokescreen. Like I have the uh, Toys R Us reissue of it, but I don't have an original. Hmm. So over the next, year or so i'm going to replace all of those get the original uh there's a really nice um there's a really nice uh set uh on box set on art fire 2000 right now of the Pronicon that the king poseidon that i really really tempted by but <laughs> i'm going to hold off and hopefully it won't sell but that's what i got this week I want to thank our patrons at uh, patreon.com slash tf radio uh patrons get rfc a day early um, ad free, a higher bit rate, a weekly, a, a weekly Patreon exclusive pre-show podcast, unedited episodes of RFC, which now I, as long as we keep this, uh, format, that'll be every week. Inc- not, not only including the ham sandwiches, but also, uh, content that's too hot for RFC. So, um, hot five a week early. And I swear that I'm working on getting those posted. Patrons uh, at the touch tier get to be on hot five. And touch patrons also get to be mentioned on the show each week and listed at tfradio.net slash credits. Uh, I want to thank Kevin Dorsey, Tiger Forces Ninja Consultant, Jason Hiley, Eric Griffin, Rick Mahurin, Ryan Bona, Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Joey Russell, Sean Williamson, Spider Bob, Jay Klein Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, and Sean Bratton. Thank you all so much. If you want to be a patron at uh, patreon.com slash TF radio and uh, hear the ham sandwiches each week, <laughs> uh, go ahead and sign up. It's worth it. Okay. Um, Rob Springer's not here, but he's at Robo Rob Springer on Twitter. By the time you're hearing this, you should have the newest episode of Transform Squadron in your feed. So I should hopefully have that posted eh, same day this comes out. So, but it'll be just before. Uh, he's also on. Blue Sky, we decided that that zone base. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, John DeLuna not here. He's at that John D basically everywhere, but he's also, he did not give me a permission to do this, but he also didn't say not to on eBay. He's at Cloudburst and he's had a lot of great stuff for sale. I need a new eBay handle because I don't like mine, but like when I start posting stuff, I'll probably share that as well. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I am at BrianKilby.com and my time is running out to do any Christmas music this year. I'm honestly currently not planning on doing anything, but I'm certain like the weekend of Thanksgiving. It's tradition, I'll, Brian. Yeah, I need to do something. So I've got to do something. So I'll, well, I'll figure just, something uh, out. Well, just plumb back through the archives and uh, put out a greatest hits compilation. Did it last year. Well, damn. I did that in addition to a new album because like the new album was getting no traction. And I'm like, crap, 
So I just released. I, I did a greatest hits. Now, when we when remaster the original. Yeah, when we when we say Remix traction it. here, Brian, what are we actually talking about in terms of performance? It downloads, I you know. Like, yeah, I don't remember the numbers, but it was like substantially less than normal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh but uh, everything's at BrianKilby.com. and what little posting I'm doing is mostly on Facebook, to be honest, or Instagram. But I'm also at uh, Kilby.bsky.social on Blue Sky. Uh, let's see here, Rob. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, I can be found on Blue Sky at robflails.bsky.social. Um, ostensibly, that is connected to my YouTube channel, Flailthroughs. It's more just personal rambling at the moment, but that I tend to have that problem with social media accounts, even when they're supposed to be for official. Um, if you want to see what I'm up to um, on YouTube, youtube.com slash flailthroughs, I'm still covering Gundam Battle Operation 2. I uh, have missed, I think, maybe two days in the five years that the uh, game has been out. And uh, oddly, not the ones that I was hospitalized either. Um, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, game's still going. New mobile suit every week. So check out Thursday mornings to see the update and see what's there. And uh, I have a Patreon for that if you want to support it. Patreon.com slash flailthroughs. And you can make requests of the game, you know specific suits color schemes weapons whatever and uh if you'd like to just send me something um first off thank you and secondly uh tfradio.net slash playlist i have an amazon wish list that uh also helps support the show if any purchases are made from it chris uh i am on social media on blue sky at chris rtxv uh you can find the work i've done on the internet at playlistphotography.com i have uh, old galleries there articles i wrote things like that um if you want to uh, send me something, the holidays coming up, if you feel moved to, you know, think of me as you do your shopping, I, my wish list is at tfradio.net slash chrysalis. And like Rob said, thank you very much if you do, uh, you know, include me like that. Like, that's that's amazing. Uh, people have been super generous with that uh, for all the years that we've uh, had those wish lists publicized through the podcast. And, like, it just, it wows me every time like every year when the season goes by and my birthday comes by and goes like the generosity of people just because like i'm some guy talking on the internet that you kind of like what i have to say like that's great thank you all so much for that over the years if you choose to do that again this year that's great but like thank you just in general thank you for doing that uh i think that's it elf on the shelf former too. do that yeah do that yeah <laughs> i'm matt I already did Elf on a Shelf Warmer. Thank you very much. Good. Um, but uh, melvar.bsky.social. That's with three L's and two R's. Don? Uh, I'm reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EBR. I also have a wish list. If you would like to take a look at that, tfradio.net slash Don list. Uh, we've added a few things lately, just more like what are we, what are we looking at? I'll put it on the list so we can remember. So not everything on the list like the. $500 Entertainment Center. That's not on there for y'all. It's just there to remind us that it's <laughs> where it was and which one we were looking at. Unless but somebody's I mean, feeling somebody really generous yeah. and really, yeah, wants to send on a $500 Entertainment yeah, Center. I'm, I'm saying, you know, <laughs> if, if I have enriched your lives that much with bad puns and dotonomics, then feel free, but I'm... I if don't... anyone on this show would get sent a $500 gift from Amazon, it would be Don. Yes. Yeah, well, Matt, uh, Hank loves... Hank loves the uh, cat cabinet you sent us. He, he hides in there all the time and slings his poop and makes us clean up everything, you know, because cats. Excellent. excellent. When he's not using me as a cat tree, because I did post a picture 
I came home, walked in the door. He jumped off the uh, TV stand about a five foot ver- five foot diagonal leap and landed on my shoulders and just looked at me. Oh, Don, I, I don't see a five hundred dollar <laughs> entertainment center on here. Okay, I might have put on the wrong list then. <laughs> yeah, you need to fix that. Or someone bought it already. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Uh, diecast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at diecast two. I'm also blue sky diecast two. Like my Facebook page at Refused by Diecast. You can also see me at Legends Con December 9th and 10th, which is uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. It's the same place they have NJCC, uh, but it's a two day convention. That's why it's the 9th and 10th. Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for me. Oh, cool. Okay. So important PSA Eli Roth's Thanksgiving is currently an 88 on Rotten Tomatoes. I will be go- going to see that Sunday with Triplet. So. Everyone should go see that. We'll see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. That's next week. That's scary. (laughs) Bye, y'all. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at tfradio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, what are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements? Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.